On the air at News Radio 1070 WKOK and online at WKOK.com. This is WKOK Sunrise. And thank you so much for joining us on WKOK Sunrise. We start out the week as we end it, and we introduce regularly Rob Center, fabulous producer, glues all the pieces together. So we appreciate his help and hard work. As we continue to talk about the legacy and our future work to maintain that legacy of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., our next guest this morning, Dr. Stacy Pearson Wharton, is with us, a professor at Susquehanna University. Um, that is why, why she's known locally. But uh, believe it or don't, there are people around the nation, and I'm sure around the globe, who said, oh, that's Dr. Stacy <laughs> from from being the dot and, and just plain Dr. Stacy uh, fame. Good morning, Dr. Stacy. Thanks for calling in today. Good morning, Mark. How are you? Oh, I do appreciate it. I'm glad you talked to me with such great enthusiasm. I'm a big fan of uh, being the dot and uh, listening to that. And you, you give such great reverence and are always so overjoyed when someone talks to you. So to hear that same enthusiasm when you're conversing with me is a real honor. So thank you. If folks aren't familiar... I'm happy to be here and happy, happy King Day. Oh, yes. Thank you. Yes. Let, let's keep it reverent, too, and make sure that we really uh, spend a little time in front of the mirror as he asked us to do so often. Uh, let's talk about being the dot real quick, and then we'll talk about the, the legacy of King and some of the things at Susquehanna University. First of all, uh, being the dot, I call it a podcast. Uh, you say uh, being black in white spaces is sort of the subheading. Elaborate on that. Well, here's the thing. Remember the last time that you were in a group of people where everybody belonged to a certain church and you didn't and they were sharing memories about that church, or maybe men in a group of women, they find themselves in the only being the only one in that group, and women start to talk about their feminine time, and men typically get up and jet because they feel isolated, they don't feel connected to what's going on in the conversation. Being the dot is that conversation as it relates to race and ethnicity, and so it's about African Americans who are thriving in white spaces. And so it, it, we do talk about the challenges, but it really is set up to be more of a strategy-building playbook to help people to thrive and to push back against uh, isolation and uh, as well as feeling, uh, not having that sense of belonging that they'd like to, as well as some of the racism and microaggressions or daily flights that they may be dealing with while they are trying to survive and thrive in that environment. Well, I don't mind telling you that some members of our audience might say, well, boy, but bringing this up so pointedly, dividedly, and, and pointing this out so dramatically accentuates division. Not so much, because what it really does is allow, if you're having a set of experiences that are making it difficult for you to be in an environment, talking about it is really the first way to healing. There's no sense of us living in denial. We have learned over these last three, four months, two, three weeks, a uh, couple of hours, the level of divisiveness that is currently in our country. And so us talking about it doesn't make it any more so, but it really allows people to really be able to thrive in the environment that they're in. Give me a sense of how popular being the dot is. I found it to be a real, uh, real enjoyable listen. Uh, uh, how many people are listening? Do you get a sense of that? How many have you done? Yes. So we're at 23 episodes, and I'm currently on hiatus, but we return back on February 7th 
talking about uh, people of color and the COVID vaccine. Um, we just hit a milestone this weekend of over 3,000 downloads, which is pretty amazing. Um, and, and so we're excited about the continual growth of the podcast. Now, on the campus of Susquehanna University, there's some activities coming up. Latosha Brown will be on mm-hmm. campus via Zoom on the 25th, and then on the 27th is the chapel service with uh, Scott Kirshner uh, there, and a day of teaching is coming up. Uh, as a professor at Susquehanna University, when you see these events uh, coming up, uh, what's your reaction? What should happen? Uh, you know, Explain sort of your thoughts going into some of these activities. Well, I'm excited about all the things that the university has actually planned for MLK Day. We always have such a robust um, conversation and time about uh, people who have minoritized identities, but not just that, the way forward, the path forward. Uh, I think Amy Davis was on earlier, and she, she talked about that. And so I think that's part of what it allows us. One of the neatest things that we're doing um, this year is the MLK teaching where there are about 30 different opportunities for people to engage in conversations as it relates to uh, social justice, equality, diversity, and whether that be around uh, socioeconomic class, race and ethnicity, sexual orientation, uh, religious identity, uh, political affiliation, that we're able to have those conversations together to make our campus more inclusive, a better place, and to do our part part in making the world a better place as well. One of our listeners sent us a note, and we, we put this uh, th- these two conversations with Amy Davis and Sharif Hashim, and then today with you on the schedule, uh, asked why we would do this. And I, I talked a little bit about growth and maybe spending some time uh, reflecting. But then they replied, well, I don't want to grow. It's a white yeah. individual. So... Well, if you, either you're growing or you're dying, Mark, and so make a choice. Okay. And, I mean, there, there are things, that, I guess there are things in my life that I don't want to know anymore about. Like, I don't really need to know anymore about coding. Um, but that's not about, that has nothing to do with people's humanity or uh, their what their plight in the world. I think it's important for us all to continue to grow as far as it relates to each other's humanity in order to make our world better. And nobody gets past this microphone for the past two weeks without asking their reaction to the insurrection at the U.S. Capitol. And, of course, race is our kind of subheading today here, so it pretty much was a whites-only crowd down there, and it's uh, not a whites-only movement, but uh, it's not uh, inhabited by many blacks, and white supremacists are part of the crowd. So your reaction to just the, the state of that affair in these days in our country? I was, I think I was mostly saddened and bewildered. Not surprised, unfortunately, just because of the rhetoric that has been happening um, over these last few years. But but just really saddened that, um, that people would choose to try to invade the Capitol and then desecrate it. Like, I don't, I, I could, I could almost understand um, the support and the intensity around emotions, but urinating and defecating and planning to kill and kidnap people um, and talking about hanging people, this was really, really sad to me. And if there's any other, and, and, and also um, scary, quite frankly, 
um, like, so who are these people and where are they from? And are they going to darken my door at, at some point? And, and so, um, and so I think they, those were the two things. But I tell you what, I've been praying a lot that we as our country would find a way or a path to healing and um, oneness, but also, uh, and I don't think we need to think the same, but I think we have to be respectful of uh, where each other are. Have we made some progress over the years, maybe since we last spoke? I think we spoke in midsummer or so. Um, have we made some progress? We were still in the middle of the Black Lives Matter uh, movement, a resurgence, and uh, you know we've, we've seen quite a bit of ourselves revealed some, since then. Have we made some progress? Absolutely. I'm always going to say yes to this question. And to me, Mark, it's not an either-or proposition. It really is a both and. And so, yes, we've made some progress. There have been some companies that have made some serious uh, walks towards anti-racism and not just releasing statements, but actually doing things to try to make things different and better for people in our country. But also, um, there's been some movements, even in law enforcement, to do some things a little bit better and differently. The, the chokehold has been outlawed in some places and uh, more body cams and things of that nature. And so absolutely, have we made progress? Yes. And is there more progress to be made? Unequivocally, yes. We what, saw that on full display last week. What's the Martin Luther King legacy to you? When I say it's Martin Luther King Day and we're going to talk about this, uh, what comes to mind for you? I think that, um, I think one of the things is that we are all in this together. And there's a quote that it says, I've decided to love because hate is too much of a burden to carry. I'm, I'm botching the quote, but that, that's a paraphrase, if you will. But one of the things that I appreciated about King is that he evolved as an activist. And towards the end of his life, his focus was not just on race, but he really started to focus more on poverty and a fair wage and finding ways to lift the poor. If you look at the work that he did um, in Chicago with some of the factory workers there to really create a space for them that as they were operating in the factory, that, that what they were doing uh, was not harmful for them in the long term. And so I think part of the legacy of King is that we are in this together and no one of us you know, he says injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. And so while people may think that the fight around our race and ethnicity and equality is not theirs, it's all connected. And so if you're dealing with some type of uh, socioeconomic or poverty, that you are connected to the fight as it relates one of our good guests always says to me at the end of the interview, Mark, you forgot to ask the most important question. So, <laughs> uh, please, uh, Dr. Stacy, what is the most important answer today? So, I, I, I think that I think we need to rely on one another. We need to honor and respect each other and each other's humanity and connect to what is right and fair for that matter and not forget to do that even in the midst of changing and growing and evolving when it's uncomfortable 
to continue to do it anywhere, anyway, because anything worth having is worth being uncomfortable and working for. Well, thank you so much. Uh, you have an open mic here anytime, and I hope we continue these conversations. And uh, like uh, your uh, thousands of uh, listeners, I'll be listening to the podcast, Being the Dot. Thank you, Dr. Stacy. Thanks for calling in today. Thanks for having me. Always a pleasure. Appreciate the Dr. Stacy Wharton, uh, Pearson Wharton, a professor at Susquehanna University, uh, talking about the Martin Luther King Day Remembrance and Being the Dot, her podcast, uh, Spotify, one of the ways uh, to down that. Uh, I'm a pocket cast guy myself, but you can use any of the platforms or just Google Podcasts uh, to listen to Being the Dot with Dr. Stacy.